Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the movie podcast. My name is Daniel and joining alongside me today are my fellow blockheads. It is Anthony. Hello. And Shabazz. Hello. Is that how you would sound as a tetramino, Shabazz? You would sound like that? Uh, I don't think I'd have a sound. I think I'd just be like, that's that's all I'd be doing. Well, I guess that's still a sound, technically, right? It's still yeah. it's still something. It's a little something it's, as, it's you're, as you're coming through. Yeah, exactly. It's which, still something. Which shape would you be, Shay? If you could uh, be any. Either, either the L or the T. Uh, you can only pick one, though. Pick one. L. I'm a T. Okay. You're a T? Okay, I'll be the cube. You know, we, we could all... we all may, And that's the thing. We're all different, but guess what? We all connect together. Yeah. Uh, this is a very special edition of the movie podcast because we are joined by the screenwriter of the Tetris film, which is out now on Apple TV+. We're joined by Noah Pink. So we are we are so excited to have him join us to talk all about this film. You know, we are really in a golden age of video game adaptations right now. We've had The Last of Us. We have the Super Mario Brothers movie coming uh, next week. Oh, my God. So soon. And then we have Tetris, which obviously isn't a story about the different blocks falling down. And don't worry, we did ask Noah that. Uh, but it is about the story of how this game that everybody knows is played around the world came together and it's a very very interesting story and i want to say thank you to our friends at apple tv plus for making this interview happen for us we adore working with them and we have lots more interviews coming your way from the apple tv plus team now of course this is the movie podcast you can catch brand new episodes all throughout the week and all the latest movies and series including reviews and interviews and so much more make sure you're following us on instagram twitter tiktok and letterboxd at the movie podcast subscribe to us on youtube and join our discord we're having some lots um sorry we're having lots of great conversations in there and you know we're we're gonna have a lot of spoiler rooms open as well too for all of the movies coming we're you know we're slowly approaching the summer movie season so we're gonna have a lot of great conversations going and we have lots more happening i do want to plug really quickly uh our last of us coverage since we are in the world the realm of video games right now shay did an incredible job leading us through the discussion of the last of Us series on hbo uh, make sure you go check out all of those episodes and we even have some cast members like troy baker and lamar johnson who joined us to talk all about it you don't want to miss it and i definitely implore you Make sure you're following us on our socials because we're having some incredible you know, posts and videos and everything. Uh, we just went to the Stranger Things experience as well, too. You don't want to miss any of that. Uh, I do want to ask both of you, though. I know what blocks you are going to be, though, but I do want to ask you both how you are doing. And Anthony, I'm going to start with you. I am doing fine. I'm actually pretty exhausted. It's been a crazy week this week with the amount of content that we've produced and put out there so yeah it's i'm good and i'm looking forward to um making more stuff for everyone to watch i love it shay how about you how are you doing you're very pink today oh thank you uh yeah you know i'm <laughs> i'm I'm, I'm, I'm very very tired and i know that sounds like i shouldn't be talking about how tired i am but I, i've been fasting for the month of ramadan so you know when you're when you're not eating all day it gets a little bit hectic we were when we were at the stranger things exhibit as well experience sorry i was, was starving and we were so close to to sunset and you guys are kind enough to wait to not eat as well so that we could all eat together i thought that was very sweet uh it let, let me know that you guys embrace the culture that i bring and I, I just had a good time but i am i am fairly fairly tired from not eating eating a lot all of a sudden and then now i'm like 
oh my god, I have to be up very soon because what? <laughs> more movie podcast stuff coming very soon to you. You know, the business does not stop and we love working in it for you. So thank you Absolutely. so much for listening to this episode. Thank you for watching. And again, thank you to our friends at Apple TV Plus for making this interview happen. So let's get right to it. The blocks are falling into place. Please welcome Noah Pink to the movie podcast. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us on the movie podcast today. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm doing well. Um, I'm uh, currently in uh, New York for about 28 hours, so it's very quick. But good. <laughs> That's wow. awesome. What's bringing you there? Uh, just just uh, some press stuff for the movie. Good stuff. Very, yeah. Very nice. Uh, um, is that a YTV sweatshirt? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. So I got a YTV one going on. Shay has video in our um, video in our K top 10. So you know we're proudly Canadian over here. That's amazing. I grew up on YTV. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> we love it. We love it. <laughs> Congratulations again on Tetris. You know, we had a great time with it. And as diehard video game enthusiasts, we loved all the nods and Easter eggs that you had to that era of gaming. Oh, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of uh, heart and soul went into the, the details for sure. <laughs> definitely. And I'm sure during that time, you probably played a lot of Tetris for research purposes, of course. So we, we got to ask, you know, what was your, what was your high score? No, uh, uh, that's private. <laughs> Fair. Good answer. Your media train. Yeah, we were about to ask you for proof for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I did get uh, advice from both Hank and Alexi on how to do well at the game, um, but uh, but to say that I'm good would be a lie. So I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. You know, uh, when you were first wanting to tell this story. Um, when did you decide that you wanted to tell a story about Hank Rogers instead of the blocks themselves? Uh, well, from the beginning, for sure. Uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, the, the blocks were never, were never really in contention though. Uh, when I first described my interest in telling a story about Tetris, everyone immediately assumed it was going to be a, uh, uh alien invasion movie. <laughs> <laughs> Pixels too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, and it wasn't, but, uh, no, I look, I heard about this story, uh, a, like eight years ago. Um, and immediately, uh, saw the potential for, for, for a movie in it, even though, you know, on its surface, this is, this is, this is really just a story about contracts. Uh, uh, behind that layer was like a really like intriguing and for my part, like heartwarming story about friendship. And that's, that's kind of what really brought me into the story. I love that. And, and I, th and I think you, you, you definitely see that throughout, um, in a story that is so like, like you said, like the story about contracts, but there's so much more that's going on around, you know, those circumstances, right? Yeah. I mean, look, it's, it's set in a time period where, um, you know, a country is literally going through an existential crisis uh, that will be its downfall. Um, and that has repercussions that last into literally this day. Um, so, you know, that whole layer, the geopolitical layer was also very interesting to me as well. Absolutely. You know, Marv Studios is also behind the release of Tetris. How close did you work with Matthew Vaughn and that team on developing the story? Oh, a lot. Um, yeah, Matthew Vaughn um, is a tour de force uh, creator, and he came aboard uh, in 2020. Um, and we, so we've been working together for the past couple of years. Um, and you know, he's 
he's the type of guy who you know really likes to get his hands dirty in all the projects he's involved in and so yeah so it's you know he we had many many phone calls uh a few visits to london and um um and it was great like you know he he really like likes to stress test like every part of a story when you're making a story so it, i think i think at the end of the day it comes out uh a better product and then and, and did you how much you know influence did you get from hank and alexi as well like what did they kind of tell you like yeah you got to keep this in but this stuff you can kind of maybe expand on a bit more make it a bit more fictitious or whatever you want to say yeah i mean when i i, I first met hank and alexi i believe in 2017 um oh, wow. and uh and yeah look they were both very eager to tell their story to me um and you know alexi kind of held my feet to the fire a bit because he was like you know he was very he was a big stickler on the details which was great you know and he so excuse me um told me you know a lot of a lot of different stories about about uh about what it felt like to be living through that time but also like small stuff like you know in the first draft i didn't have him owning a car and he was like <laughs> noah I owned a car and I was like, okay, <laughs> great. Uh, that, that, that's great. And so, you know, when you see the movie, you'll understand that that's actually kind of a big part of the movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, uh, and, and then, uh, you know, obviously other small stuff, um, you know, the specificity of, of one of the characters who becomes, you know, kind of the main uh, villain of the story, um, you know, you know, isn't KGB. He's, uh, he's a politician and you know because the, the the main you know quote unquote you know villains of the day especially the pressure that like lexi was feeling wasn't you know wasn't from the kgb itself it was actually from you know it was like more government forces and so um and so like those slight tweaks they were all there and you know in the story of hank and alexi coming together over this you know sh shared love of gaming uh in alexi's apartment uh playing the original game for the first time that's that's a story they told me um so those are you know there's a lot of a lot of things in this movie that seem uh stranger than fiction but you know they happened it's kind of crazy yeah it has to be it's so crazy that it has to be true right yeah. Uh, yeah and i'm and i'm curious for yourself you know you you know you mentioned working with hank and alexi on you know getting the details right you know and kind of keeping you know the story writing progress like keeping that evolving throughout did it change at all when taron egerton came on board to, like would to take on the role of hank did he bring anything to the script did he bring anything that he wanted to really you know bring to the screen yeah i mean look every time an actor comes especially an actor at the caliber of Taryn um comes to a role things adjust and um you know the the blessing and curse of having someone as good as Taryn is that no matter what you write they can pull it off yeah. uh, <laughs> and uh you know so so really it was it was Taryn and the director John Baird you know sitting down and you know just going through scene by scene being like is do does it need to be like this or could we try it like this and you know just shadings on everything um um to make it feel you know more lived in i guess is the word and uh and yeah and taryn did that for every scene 
Yeah, he definitely did. And I'm curious for yourself too. You know, we're in a really interesting spot with video game adaptations right now. You know, we had The Last of Us that just wrapped up. We have the Super Mario Brothers movie coming out. Um, and I love that we could tell a story about Tetris, obviously not like an alien invasion movie, but on the actual story behind it. You know, what, what do you think about the current landscape of video adaptations? Are we starting to go in the right direction? I am by no means the authority on that. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I will, I will tread lightly here. Um, I think, look, I think that, that there are so many ways to skin the cat when it comes to an adaptation. Um, you know, what interested me about the Tetris story wasn't that it was a, obviously, you know, look, Tetris isn't a quote unquote story. When you play the game, it's a, it's a puzzle game. Um, so you know, so, so for me, you know, the, the interesting quote unquote adaptation there was, was less about adapting the game and more telling the story about how it got to our game boys. Um, you know, I personally was riveted by the last of us. So I thought it was great. Um, Craig Mason, I'm a big fan of his. Um, and, uh, and look, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely go see super Mario brothers. It's so interesting because, you know, super Mario brothers plays a very tangential role, uh, in it the Tetris movie as well. Um, you know, it was and probably remains Nintendo's prized property. Um, and it was going to be the game that came out with the Game Boy yeah. uh, until Tetris came along. So it's, you know, a little, <laughs> little, little fun fact there. This is wild, which is absolutely wild to see this, how impactful this game is. And, and it continues to be to this day, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, they, I believe, you know, I was, I was talking to Hank this morning uh, and he said how, I believe they sold, oh gosh, uh, I might get this wrong, but between like 60 and 80 million copies of, um, of Tetris. Uh, and then when the smartphone got invented and they released the app, uh, they licensed the app, but I think they've had like a half a billion paid downloads of Tetris. Wow. wow. Uh, so, so, you know, the game has just, you know, continued to, to roar it really is it just transcends through time absolutely it really does and yeah. you have so many like we mentioned at the beginning you have so many great easter eggs you know for nintendo fans or tetris fans but are there any that you kind of wrote into the script that you're really excited for fans to find well if i said it then they wouldn't find it would they <laughs> just between us <laughs> um now look i think there are you know hopeful like this is the type of movie that if you don't know anything about Tetris, which so, to my surprise, some, some people don't, uh, uh, you'll still find, you know, joy in this. But if you do know what Tetris is, I think you will, you know, you'll both be surprised by the story and we'll have little pieces in there and little noises and sounds, uh, that only you will recognize. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. We, we, we heard a lot of those. Yeah. Oh yeah. There was, there was <laughs> yeah. some just really beautiful moments in this where you're just like, yeah, like you could tell this is coming from some, uh, like from a team, obviously that, you know, obviously respects the game, but is well versed in the video game worlds. Right. So I think that yeah. that shines throughout the film. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Like this is, you know, the tone of this movie is has always been a, a a balancing act it's 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 um it is part spy thriller um it is part adventure um but through and through this is you know this should be a fun and kind of you know fun romp and uh because you know i r really wanted to focus on this idea that you know gaming is important um and and in a weird way 
you know, it teaches us the importance of play. And there's a scene in the movie where, you know, at the beginning of this movie, Hank is is stressed out. He's stretching himself thin financially. He has family problems. And and it's not until really he comes together with Alexi and they play the original version of Tetris for the first time that Hank remembers why he's doing all of this, you know, and it's for the love of play. Um, and we forget that sometimes as we grow up. So it's, you know, it's kind of a, it's a, it's a simple message, but I think it's kind of important. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. You know, and uh, there's so many incredible stories out there within video game history. And I think we're starting to see a lot of them told, be it in films like this, or you look at, you know, you different YouTube channels that are really taking a deep dive into this history. Are there any other stories within the world of video games? Obviously, if you can't, Sandy, that's okay. But are there any other stories within that world that you'd love to tell or you'd lo- love for someone to shine a light on to bring them to, you know, bring them to the masses? I mean, there's a part of this story that I would have loved to continue on, um, but I just didn't have time in, in, a, in a two hour format to tell it. But, you know, it's it's the the rivalry between Nintendo and Atari, I think, is fascinating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, and, you know, you see hints of it in this game. Uh, sorry, in this not game in this movie. Um, <laughs> uh, but when Atari, you know, Atari broke off from the console, became Atari Games uh, or Tengen. And um, and they had this you know, this, this crazy back and forth rivalry with Nintendo in the late eighties, um, when they started developing and they basically hacked the NES and, uh, started manufacturing their own NES games, uh, which was totally illegal, but they did it anyway. So pissed (laughs) that they had to pay Nintendo so much to make them. So, um, you know, the, the whole, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a wild story about how they, how they hacked it. Um, they basically had to, uh, they, uh, they they hired a law firm to sue themselves um, on behalf of Nintendo for patent infringement so that they could get access to the patent and wow, see wow. how Nintendo designed their lockout chip uh, so that they could Sneaky. hack it. It's crazy. Uh, That's wild. It, and it supposedly all stemmed from this one meeting that the CEO of Tengen had with uh, uh, Minoru Arakawa, who's in our movie, the head of uh, Nintendo America, where they met in Seattle and m- Mr. Arakawa uh, fell asleep <laughs> and, <laughs> and the head of tension was so, uh, offended that he was like, oh, what the hell with him? I'm going to go do that. So, anyway, oh, yeah. That's crazy stuff like that. There's like, there's a whole backroom scene of like, you know, but there's, you know, I, I think, I think the, what always interests me is like the human story behind these yeah. you know, kind of cultural touchstones. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's funny because like there's so many stories within that because video games were really coming to the forefront of pop culture at that time right so I even think of like you know like in the 90s where you're looking at nintendo and sega and mortal Kombat in the courtroom like there's so many wild stories that happen that we don't really see that as much now because video games are so established in our in our culture and, and how we use them but there was a, it was like a really wild road to get to where we are baths. so really <laughs> a lot of bloodbaths a lot of bloodbaths yeah. blood so i'm really hoping that we get to see more of these uh, stories told yeah yeah left left right left right up down a a b a here's something <laughs> there you go <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Um, absolutely um yeah no it's 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 exciting like if as long as we can find interesting ways into these stories um that surprises audiences i think will the audiences will show up for it 
Absolutely. And I, I think a lot of people are going to love this movie. A lot of fans of Tetris, obviously over half a billion downloads, they're going to be watching this and loving it. And I think it's going to shine a light on this story. So thank you so much for, for giving us this film. And, you know, we can't wait for people to see it. And thank you for taking your time with us today as well. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Tom. Take care. All right. Take care. And welcome back. That was such a fun interview. I love when we get more time with the creators behind these movies and shows because we really get to you know pick their brains about this. Obviously, Noah is a screenwriter for Tetris, and I think he shared a lot of just his background and you know the love of he has for the video game industry. Shay, biggest takeaways from the interview. You know, it's always fun talking to a fellow Canadian, but on top of that, just someone who has that love and appreciation for not just the game itself, but the story behind the game, because we pick up controllers all the time and just start playing a game. We never really think about what goes on behind the scenes. And sometimes, especially back back in the 80s, I'm sure when, when video games were really on the rise, like they were they were starting to become what they are today. That's people were like, really, the, the, the stories must have been insane because there might have been people that didn't believe in the medium at all. Now we know that it's it's a billion dollar industry but back then. Clearly it wasn't. So seeing Noah kind of really weave in and out, talking to the original Hank Rogers and Alexi as well, having that information is so cool. It, it felt like this wasn't just a a project that was just made about Tetris. This was a, the true story. This was gathering all of that intelligence that you possibly can and making a perfect film out of it. Yeah, and, and it's interesting when you see everything behind, you know, the Iron Curtain and what's going on with the Soviet Union at that time. Uh, there's a lot going on that I don't think that when you're playing Tetris and you're just seeing these Tetraminos falling, you're not thinking about the grander scope of actually how did this game get to where it is today? Anthony, jump in. Yeah, and there's there's a ton of, uh, we'll say, a treasure trove of stories that originated from those periods, from the 80s and 90s, and even till today, that go behind the scene. I think Tetris you know, showcases an element of video games that we didn't know about, and it's very similar to like you know the Steve Jobs and uh, Bill Gates fight, where there's a lot of things that have happened behind the scenes that kind of lead up to what we get now. So, And I, I'm looking forward to more stories like that. I think there's tons of options for people to kind of like make uh, stories on Nintendo and how they rose to fame, or maybe like Atari almost collapsing the video game industry with like E.T. There's so many, so many cool stories that happen within the video game industry that could be told in a dramatic dramatic series or movie definitely and, and that's the thing you know you know noah you know teases some other stories that he'd love to tell i really hope that we get to see these stories told because like anthony said and like shay said there's some incredible stories that we don't even know and this is just scratching the surface and what i really hope this film does is encourage people to go out there do their research and look and you know discover more of these stories so we could get more of these stories told uh once again i want to say thank you to our friends at apple tv plus for making this happen for us tetris is out now on apple tv plus is directed by john s baird and you could watch it this moment so as soon as you're done watching it or as soon as you're done listening to this come join our conversation join us on discord let us know what you think and let in, let us know in the comments below on youtube if you're watching this uh what you thought of the movie and what you thought of our interview we have lots more coverage coming your way this is the movie podcast we have a lot of fun here we have lots of reviews lots of interviews and lots of giveaways coming so make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at the movie podcast check out our show notes for all of those links and more that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next